Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning! Up and at em. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited! I'm so excited! With Walker and Roush. Where to wild and crazy guys! Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday to you. August 10th, 2021. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Good morning! T.J. Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. Roll call. Oh, there we go. Roush, how you doing, buddy? Doing well. No roll call. Yeah, I'm, I'm still just in belief of this breaking news that happened 20 hours ago. That it's just... Oh, I thought you said 20 minutes ago. Pretty sure you said 20 minutes. That's 20 hours. I think you said 20 minutes. It's not really breaking news. That's why it was the, it was the kind of joke. Yeah, but I think you accidentally... But it was breaking news minutes. to me. All right, well, what is it? What is it? Roush was like, I'm not going to tell you. That's why I thought it was 20 minutes. I was like, all right, whatever. 20 hours, I would even have cared less. Yeah, but it's great. Do you think I've heard it? I don't know. It's a very sub part of the internet. No, I don't. I know Justin (laughs) hasn't heard it. Okay. There's no doubt in my mind. Um, So Ben Simmons, you know that guy, right? The guy who doesn't want to shoot the ball? Yes, I do. Yeah, he's scared to shoot. Not not personally. But But he he wants to work on his jump shot this offseason, obviously. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, we gotta we gotta shake off the the dust. We gotta get back in the gym. You suck. Let's get better. Yes. So I'm gonna go work on my shot with two of the best former Kentucky Wildcat shooters you know, Rajon Rondo and BJ Boston. Patrick Spark. Oh, oh. So that's who he went to learn to shoot from. I would have picked a couple different guys, maybe. Yeah. But so I did not see any of this. I, I did just Google him once you started talking. Uh, Sixers fan crushed Ben Simmons for new workout shooting videos. So it's it, worse. What did he pick? The oldest guy in the league and the youngest guy in the league? Yeah. So let's I, work with him. I don't really, I, I don't know the connections there. Um, I, I saw lots of jokes like, uh, wait, he's still shooting with the wrong hand because there's some people who believe he's right handed and he's been shooting left hand this whole time. That's a very funny joke. Uh, <laughs> there's also. Uh, people like, oh, so... Nick Roush wanted to start Tuesday's show with Ben Simmons' workout video talks. But you did have a UK connection. We yes. will allow it. Yes, there was a UK connection. But didn't expect that, that that was trending at one point yesterday. Very surprised by it. So, bada-boom, bada-bang. Rajon Rondo teaching Ben Simmons to shoot. Rajon Rondo's what could shot go has gotten better since college. Yeah, and of it's Of course, not, that was 16 years ago. But it has gotten better. Has it gotten worse? It's gotten better. Yeah. Yeah, there's a few times they just leave him wide open, boom, he hits it, and everybody gets back on defense. People forget, too. Remember that shot he hit against South Carolina? I don't forget it. It was the – he banked, it, banked in, it in, right? Yeah. yeah. Just basically looking for anybody to pass it to. Couldn't find anybody. <laughs> Panicked, threw it up, went in. Rupp went absolutely yeah. bonkers. While we're talking about just meaningless NBA stuff, did you see the battle between UK and U of L last night? I did. Uh and really, th- not so much a battle between, but a, with two, in, kind in, of. an interbreeded battle, if you will. Yeah, we the had- Clippers Bucks NBA Summer League game. See, I didn't see BJ Boston's final stat line. Do you have that pulled up right now? Ten points. Okay, on four nine shooting, hit two threes, four rebounds. Fine it first was- NBA Summer League game, in yeah, my opinion, yeah. for a second round pick. That's pretty good. And congrats to BJ Boston for getting a guaranteed deal. I think it was like two million or something. Maybe the two-year deal is is significant. Um, 
Because, you know, not everybody gets that guaranteed deal as a second Especially round not that late in the draft, too. So good for him. And, and ultimately, while I think he could have came back and had a big season if he wanted to put in the work and all that stuff, uh, at the end of the day, you get some guaranteed million bucks. Yep. You're probably not making a too terrible of a decision one way or another. But, my, yeah, my friends, my L friends were like, we've got Scrub in Boston yeah. versus Nora Dude, tonight. Scrub played really well, too. Scrub looked good. Yeah. It's probably. Why did he go to UVL? <laughs> yeah. Um, but he had like 24 and then. Uh, Nora with 30. Yeah. Only took 28 shots to do it, too. Only 28 shots 12 to get 30 of 28. Points. Four of 13 Jeez. from three. And Maxi was a gun yesterday. I think these people that are kind of like trying to break into being regular rotation guys in the NBA, where they're like, they think they're probably a little bit above the summer league. I think they just go in being guns. And they're like, ah, I'm going to show Dude. you that I deserve to be a rotation player Good by scoring you. a ton of points. But 28 shots is ridiculous. That's too many. But my friends were like, yeah, it's Wara versus Scrub in Boston. That's going to be fun. I said, how dare you leave out EJ Montgomery in this on the Bucks? How dare you? Leave out Stephen Enoch on the Bucks. Neither one got oh. in though. So yeah, no, appropriate I mean, to leave them. Kentucky out, actually, didn't in even include them in their uh, press release. How well, are you not getting in a uh, summer game? I don't you're, know. Maybe they're really... hurt. Maybe they're actually not even there. But the ESPN app just lists them. But I did remember EJ Montgomery was playing for the Bucks in the summer league. Stephen Enoch, I hadn't heard that name since the day he left U of L. Yeah, really, really haven't, really haven't heard that name since he left U of L. But so uh, uh, wild, wild. Although those two guys didn't get him. Yeah, Not um, one other fun person in the summer league that you're like, huh? Really good on you. I 28 guess. Shots. Could you imagine playing a pickup game and shooting 28 shots? It'd be awesome. It'd be great. I'd make like six of them. <laughs> 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 It'd be so much fun. Uh, Brandon Knight is back in the summer league yeah. at 30 years young, or I guess he's actually probably like 28. Yeah. But he's been in the league for 10 years now. This is a 10 season playing for the Nets. I don't know if he was hurt or something last year. Well, like, he's just battle injuries, really, his whole NBA career one way or another. And uh, this is probably all things considered the last rodeo for him. But I think he had 10 points in his first game. It'd be great if he just, like, who was it a few years back, the older guy that was, like, a summer league star? It wasn't, was it Nate Robinson? Who I'm just? Sure. But there, there was a guy of that ilk that was, you know, in their 30s, came back and just was a scoring machine. And everybody lost their minds. They're like, can you believe this guy out here just dropping 30 in the summer league? It'd be great if that was Brandon Knight. It'd be fun to, you know, that's your last rodeo. I'm rooting for him. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so you got summer league going on. I, I'll i put it on in the background, but I'm not sure if I'm ever going to sit down and watch a like actually pay attention summer league game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's almost like we don't have Olympics as background anymore, so... Summer League basketball. Exactly. And all things considered, the race is on for the start of the college football season. And it is entertaining. You will get a practice report today and then just NFL camps and stuff. So I, I think my entertainment, while Summer League could be on in the background, is mostly just going to be football updates and practice news and hard knocks and some of those shows. That's Which, uh, that's, that's where I'm leaning towards. Debuts tonight, correct? Is I believe right? so, yes. <laughs> Let's go. Hey, speaking of Summer League, so Michael Beasley is playing in the Summer League this year. Nice. He is wow. 32 years and seven months old. Wow. Kenneth Fareed also playing. That's a couple exciting. old guys. I mean, Kenneth Fareed, back in the day on video games, he was great. Like, 15-year career kind of guy in your dynasty mode of your NBA 2K team. Mm-hmm. Always loved having that around. The Manimal. He's got a, yeah, his AAU team's pretty decent, too. Team Manimal. Gotta love it. Yeah. Have to love it. Yeah, hard knocks tonight. Dallas Cowboys probably going to be a big old. 
No, 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 no. Because we're going to get our guys on there. Quimbo Hanna, Kelvin Joseph. Yeah, but I feel like Hard Knocks. The the more that they try to like limit what gets out there, the worse the show is. Which is yeah, natural. but I, I feel like Jerry Jones though is is pro. That's what I'm trying to figure. Get out. as much out there as possible to like like we want the Dallas Cowboys to be the the team you think of when you think of the NFL. So they're going to want to sell it as much as possible, right? That's one line of thinking, and I don't think that's necessarily wrong. But I think on a flip side, he could also say, "We're the Dallas Cowboys, and I'm not making nothing. Nothing bad's getting out there. I'm going to make sure that none of our players say that the Earth is flat or mermaids are real." You remember was that the Rams that were doing that that one year where they got all those conversations uh, in the locker room about conspiracy theories and what? You mean they're not? <laughs> I don't know. A little Jared little Goff. mermaid was a sham. Haven't haven't been all the way around uh, the world and the ocean, so I'm not 100 percent sure. So I I don't know. I guess we'll find out, Rush. Yeah, but yeah. I first off, Cowboys stink and I hate them. And secondly, I just feel like Hard Knocks, the first two episodes or something, you get excited about. But once real football's knocking on the door, Hard Knocks just doesn't doesn't hold up like it used to. Where you know the storylines of is this favorite fringe player going to make it or are they going to get cut oh tore their ACL they're getting cut how emotional like that just doesn't carry the same weight that it did maybe uh six seven years ago or so but I'm gonna watch need to make that clear it'll be great if Zeke Elliott is still just fumbling the ball all the time and like I'll enjoy that because they'll just they'll have to have some fantasy implications they're definitely going to have a montage of last year's fumbles at some point because he had a ton of them Mm-hmm. So we'll just incorporate lots of fun. Like that, that could be a fun little storyline. Obviously, they're going to be yucking up the Dak is back, but now Dak's hurt, you know? So, um, and they had quarterbacks, Justin. I don't, I'd never heard of some of those quarterbacks they had playing in that Hall of Fame game. Garrett Gilbert? I never heard Texas. of Texas. He went, really? Yeah. When? Uh, I right. 2012 during the Garrett Gilbert era. I mean, yeah. was it, was that Charlie Strong though? I guess was he like Charlie Strong's bad quarterback? I had never never heard of that I guy. Think Gilbert was a Charlie Strong. But Gilbert's appara- a pretty good quarterback. Apparently, he started a game last year. I remember Ben DiNucci because he started like Monday Night Football and had a few games, and he was pit. But I I had never heard of Garrett Gilbert. Uh, those guys, man. You know what I've come to find out too, TJ. Everybody wants to be a quarterback. They really should because you don't have but to be that good. they're not willing to put in the flag football hours for it? That, that must be it. But yeah. Okay, can we name a quarterback that's played just top-level college football from the state of Kentucky in the last 10 years? A quarterback? Yes. That's played top-level college like football? Like actually played somewhere. And there's really like, only – I only have two like answers. Lamar and Teddy? No, no, no. Like high school. Oh, gotcha. yeah, yeah. Like, who who do you got? Desmond Ritter from St. X. Okay, and he's now at Cincinnati, doing well for the Bearcats. And then I can't even remember his name, but he went to Toledo and uh, played well up there. Then got picked by the Bengals. That didn't last long, though. I can't even think of his name. It was from Frank. He's a Franklin County Flyer, um, but not a whole lot of quarterbacks out there making it to was the it Logan Woodside. Yes, Woodside. There you go. Went to the XFL and did well. And that's how he got. I think that's how he got on with the Bengals. But, I mean, I guess now we have Bo Allen and Gavin Wimsett, uh, Kaya Sharon coming up. But here's the thing. You can be good in college and then just be a bad NFL backup for a long time. Like Blaine Gabbert, mm-hmm. that guy. 
Yeah, but look at his bank account. You think Blaine – I mean, oh, I I'm, guess the competitor in you would want to compete for that, but I've always said throughout my life that I am perfectly content being a backup NFL quarterback. Oh, if I can make that happen, sign that, me up. That's why I'm saying more kids should want to be just good enough to be the backup quarterback in the NFL yeah. because that is a great gig. They get paid – like Nick Foles probably got paid like, what, $5 million bucks? Oh, to no, I, I bet it was close to fifteen. Yeah. Where, with the way the NFL pays. Where's he at now? That's a great uh, it was with the Bears. I can't keep up. Who are you talking about? Nick Foles. Nick Foles. Uh, the Colts were going to consider bringing him in. Um, I don't know where he's at. He's I, still with still the Bears. Still with the Bears, yeah. Oh, okay. But they, they brought in Andy Dalton. They, they've too. been talking about shopping him and whatnot. But like, how how great of a job is that? Like, Gardner Minshew, he's just made so much money having those couple wins for the Jags his, his rookie season. Uh, according to Urban Meyer, that that's not all uh, done. Minshew's got a shot. Minshew had good games. He said it's flat a, out like played well in those games. wasn't just like lucky or quirky or something. He like was a good quarterback at times. Other games he was horrible. Urban said it's a one year plan, so <laughs> not a four year plan. So he's not rolling out Minshew starting this year, which would be wild and quite idiotic. Yeah, I, nah, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be. I mean, like, maybe if I wouldn't love the idea of throwing a rookie quarterback just to the wolves from day one. If I didn't have to, I don't know what their offensive line's like. That don't know would, either. Like if you're the, if you're the Bengals last year and you're just like basically hanging out Joe Burrow like a piece of meat in front of a bunch of rabid dogs, then I might consider starting yeah, Gardner Minshew. Joey Biscuits went out there and dominated until until you know, he, the, the line they finally screwed him. Those rabid dogs got him. Mm-hmm. They did. They really did. Uh, a lot of I love the NFL talk. We can, yeah. we can keep that going. Text on into the show. Best way to get in touch with the Kentucky Roll Call five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We'll read them mm. on the air. It's a good time. It wouldn't be a terrible time if you and your business are looking to expand to looking into sponsoring that text line because there was some big old, big old big X Sports Radio news yeah. yesterday. Huge news. The biggest big X. Bigger X Sports Radio. You'll need multiple X's because this is this <laughs> big is star X, 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 X. studded news. Yeah. Uh huh. Mike Rutherford, the Card Chronicle, joining the Big X news. family. Oh yeah, three to six. Suck it, Sweeney. <laughs> Suck it, Mangus. We're coming for you. <laughs> coming for that three to six time yeah. slot. Yeah. Uh, this was awesome, and honestly. Uh, a little bit of a surprise just because it was everybody knew Mike Rutherford was going to end back on radio sooner than later. Mm-hmm. Uh, the stuff with iHeart was strange. They had a successful show led by Mike Rutherford. Anybody that ever listened to that show, nobody would argue or debate that. They weren't calling it the Ramsey show. Uh, so <laughs> he, he – uh, and then he was at ESPN before that. Like anywhere he went, people followed him on radio – uh, iHeartRadio is kind of a, a different animal with contracts and whatnot and won't even pretend well, to get in that I know the details of any of that they're stuff. They're also downsizing nationwide. They are. Like moving out of buildings. I mean, yeah. And Mike said, I need to go to the radio station that isn't streaming on iHeart to get back at them. Boom. Big Exports Radio. <laughs> <laughs> All these years. Suck it was, it, it was the long play to get Mike Rutherford. <laughs> and in all seriousness, just huge news for Big Exports Radio. I think it's big news for Kentucky Roll Call, just bringing in oh, yeah. new earballs to the station. And we're over the moon excited. It'll be – he is the – easily. And we, we had brought this up on this show for as long as we've been doing it. Easily the most sensible U of L fan – like he is a fan, mm. yeah. and that's good. That's that's we're we're good with that. But he's not a blind butt slapper. 
He's not L1C4 till I die. He will call it like he sees it, and while he leans Louisville, and that's that's good. That would be good for you all fans to listen to the Big X Sports Radio. Uh, you can kind of trust what he's saying, and not just all sunshine and rainbows twenty four seven, like ninety eight percent of you of all media. Well, self, there's a little self deprecating sense of humor there. That's like, oh yeah, like like mm. if you of all stinks, he'll be like, we need to fix this instead of no, no, no. The coaches will have it figured out. We'll get it rolling. Just everybody wait. It's not like that with Mike. So that's huge news for Big X Sports Radio. That's starting on Monday, folks. Yeah. Three to six. So uh, KR will be sure to remind you on Monday. But it'd be it'd be nice, even if you're not a UVL fan, even if Mike has maybe blocked you on Twitter or whatever, whatever. If we could get the KRC, just give him a nice warm welcome on Monday's show and let him know that uh, that we're happy to have him at Big X Sports Radio because we really are. So that's big time news. He's doing a solo show. Mike Rutherford show three to six on Big X Sports Radio starting on Monday, mm-hmm. and it's going to be great. Man, it's going to be great. Full item now on the Big X. We got no roll kidding. call in the morning. Matt Dennison at yeah, eleven. You and got UK. You've got Be- IU. You've got U of L. Spears with Spears at noon. Spears with Spears, which touches everything and yep. everything. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, Big X Sports Radio is really really getting bigger, a huge... getting X here. <laughs> I like that. That's a good slogan. This is a good slogan. Kind of, you know, playing on sexier. Yeah. Yeah. Like it. Bigger and sexier. <laughs> Doesn't that sound like a South Park kind of promo? Yeah, it does. We're getting bigger <laughs> and we're getting sexier. So we were really excited about that. Uh-huh. And uh, maybe later on this week we'll have him on just to kind of preview a show and get let him, let him, we can do some hazing, sell him an elevator pass. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, pool pass too. Yeah, we do yeah, pool pass. Yeah, also, yeah. don't forget the parking pass. Parking pass, sure. We can do uh, like you got to go pick up Trevor's laundry. Oh man! And then he'll just get to like we'll give him the address. He won't be Trevor's house. He won't go like, in the laundry next to Trevor's room. <laughs> Trevor be like, yeah, sorry, I've been busy today. I haven't had a chance to go get by. Or to grab some cigarettes while you're at it. And uh, well. They're, they're, they're still well, trying to figure out some detail, details on Rutherford's show. but Like the name? I, well, the, the name, but they're going to go with Mike Rutherford's show. I don't think there's an okay. issue with that. I, I, I think that's a fine show. But I, I don't think this is set in stone by any capacity. But I would like I, Rutherford Radio. Big on alliteration. I, I wouldn't happen, I wouldn't be surprised if like Trevor helped out from time to time. I don't know if he'll be a permanent staple on the show, but what's Jeff and, and Trevor doing and, right now? And Trevor, he's he fills in for Bobby V from time to time. Oh, gotcha. But before I knew, you know, before I, when I heard the rumblings that Mike was getting back into radio, I was like, oh, he's probably just teaming up with Greer. Like, yeah. you know, th- those guys are boys. Nope, Mike's going by himself, and it's going to be great. And uh, it'll be here on Big X. Speaking radio, of Trevor, so. he's awake right now. I know he must have not gone to bed and and confirmed he will help from time to time. Oh, there we go. Yeah, he. I mean, he already helped. He helped. Obviously, helps us from time to time. He helps the station from time to time. So it's almost a foregone conclusion. And it's in the afternoon. But I I just would be shocked if maybe we heard him from time to time. Which that dynamic could be. Oh man! And here's the thing too. What what happens when his takes get unleashed? Like that's really going to test Mike's. Well, logic, you know, like how rational of a Louisville fan can he be? Because if you're a Louisville fan, you can get sucked up in the Hurricane Kelsey and spit out, and you might, I mean, it could change him. Well, the thing is, so that's a good question. Mm -hmm. Some good analytics here, good discussion. The thing about Trevor is he can be incredibly realistic and down to earth. 
But it feels like when he gets his back against a wall, that's when he just won't back down. Like, you know, corner dog's going to bite, and that's what Trevor does in those situations. I don't think he's going to be a corner dog if he if he plays a role in that show. I don't think there's ever going to be a point where, like, Rutherford's like, we stink at football, and Trevor's like, no, we don't. We're good. I don't mm. think I don't think he's – I think with the – He's not going to be on the defensive because it's not going to be UK pitchforks coming at him. It's going to be like it's a true. UL brethren, warm embraced hug. Yeah, he's getting, a, the the day, he's Trevor, getting the uh, the the metal blanket wrapped around him. It, yeah, it, yeah. It, that's well said. Yeah, and he it's had going to be okay, buddy. Yes, and he had. Uh, I think he's gonna. I think Trevor just wants to be loved. So I think this is gonna be good for him. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> Use your dingus. <laughs> Oh, so IU, UK, U of L, all on the big X, and if I, I still dunking on IU, I, I won't pretend to scoots. know like the whole Indiana sports landscape, but I, I think Dennison is as rational as a voice as you have. He had some breaking news yesterday too. We are fans, but I think mm-hmm. in terms of UK, we call it like it is, and uh, Rutherford does the same. So I think this is pretty down to earth radio. Mm, very so breaking news from Denison yesterday. Yeah, the the, the Jeff, offer. Jeff had, no, Jeff had to cancel a scrimmage, and they were the first. Oh, because of COVID. Yeah, they were the first team in the area to have to get used do to a it, COVID folks. cancellation. So here we go again. Yeah, get used to, seriously. Get used you know, to it. You know, how many wait times everybody gets back in school because then it's going to be pack up. We're heading back home. I had two games last year, not football. They were both basketball, but I showed up to one school. Didn't let us know that the game was canceled due to COVID reasons, so I had to haul butt to another school to get a game mm. in. It was like that time I showed up to Jeez. my haircut appointment two weeks early, <laughs> but instead of them not telling me, it was completely my fault. Definitely. So not like it at <laughs> all, actually, come to think of it. Uh, there's a – oh, yeah. That's the worst. When they were just like, you couldn't couldn't shoot me a text? Yeah. Couldn't couldn't well, let me the, know before right, I came right. all the way out here. The first one was the craziest because it was a men or a boys game, and I showed up and there's girls playing, and I'm like, oh cool, are we doing like a girls boys double header, double header yeah. type situation, which doesn't really ever happen uh-huh. in Indiana. And the lady at the ticket counter was like, oh the boys are canceled due to COVID, and I was like, what the oh, hell? Man. Like you couldn't let me know. I just drove 45 minutes. I That's just cool. scooted here yeah. six hours. Yeah. <laughs> On my bird <laughs> with his with his big backpack all, or he's 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 toting the the Comrex with his <laughs> like the big old briefcase. Yeah. Sparky's in there too, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, what a way to be remembered as like a play by play guy is just to have Sparky on the broadcast <laughs> table with you. Hey, it's that guy that brings his iguana and calls the games. You probably get gigs all over the town, Justin. Yeah, you're good niche market. Will somebody buy Justin another iguana so he has something in his life he's got to take care of? <laughs> he needs it. He really does. He needs the responsibility. He does. And we know how much you love iguanas. Did he change does Sparky change colors? Uh that I don't remember. Maybe maybe like darker and lighter. Nothing like nothing crazy egregious, like yeah. an octopus or something no, like that. Definitely not. That'd be cool. Was not a chameleon. We had uh, lizards. We had the ones where its throats would like come out. Like, mm-hmm. I think they're mm-hmm. maskless or something like that. Bearded uh, dragon. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, that was it. Yep. And they were, um, they were cool, and they were like friendly to humans. And then it was really fun to just give them crickets. You give them crickets, and they'd like go on the prowl. Wait, you had this as a child? Mm-hmm. We'd, so we were too. We're constantly giving me all this crap about having iguanas. Yeah, and but you we had, had lizards too. Yeah, but we had little lizards that were about six inches long and didn't climb the Christmas tree. And didn't climb the Christmas tree, and we only had them like six months, and then they were a big animal I family s- at the Walker house. Sadly, though. think we just like let them out <laughs> in the woods, which you know, like the second it got cold, they were just probably dead, which makes me sad. 
Well, maybe they, like a bird got Unless them, they got far the circle, enough south. Circle one. <laughs> that, that's a good point. They could have gotten far enough south as well. Maybe they followed you down to Florida. There we go. Uh, that would have been nice as well. No, I we, we did. We had we had plenty of pets. I don't I don't know. I don't think we had anything exotic. Lizards. We had snakes. We had parrots. <laughs> Parrot. Never at the same time. Right. Except for gerbils, which we had with snakes, because the snake got out and ate a gerbil, which is pretty wild. That was an electric <sighs> evening at the Walker House back oh, in '97 or whatever, I can't year even that, whatever year that was. Imagine I was the I mean, one. I was the one that discovered it. Had a lady bring a parrot into the hotel. <laughs> it was Lawrence this Gerbils weekend. too, and Jonathan Snake. So I was just like the middle kid. I mean, I was the youngest kid, but, but it was, like, I was the one that like didn't have a dog in the fight. And uh, you were the one that found it too. And uh-huh. I'm sure it was just you know big old belly. You know, <laughs> yeah, and the and. Well, it ate it, and we didn't find it for about another day. So when we found out that it ate it, obviously there was a missing gerbil, and the bars in the cage were just bent ever so slightly. So that sucked. And then the day we found the next day, yes, you could like see where the gerbil was. <laughs> it's like Lauren, there it is. <laughs> oh, oh man, good stuff. You have any weird pets? No, no. We uh, just dogs. Well, we found my childhood dog. My mom got her from Patrick's Bar on St. Patrick's Day. It was just a. Uh, Whoa! Yeah, it was a cool. stray dog hanging out there. No, uh, we actually named it uh, <laughs> named her Ellie because that 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 was my grandma's name, and that was like her not her birthday. Hell, she actually it might have been her death day, which is kind of weird in hindsight. But St. Patrick's it Day, some interesting that you're named a, a pet was, after a grandmother. Well, and it wouldn't it wasn't weird for us because we never met her, so it was just um, you know. But like, I think for if you were like my mom or something, wouldn't that but I guess she called her mom instead of Ellie. But uh, there are some weird psychosis things to this whole yeah. whole ordeal. It's, it's a little weird. Yeah, maybe save it for Wednesday. Though. Speaking of uh, weird names, actually, no, it's a great name. Our boy Bud Dupree's back. Did you see him? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's back. He's where, back where? Playing. He remember okay. he tore his knee up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 So he's but back. Everybody knew he was going to be back, well, right? You know, you, you kind of wait. He's with the Tennessee Titans. Happens. You're right. It was good to see him back. And the reason I You're bring right. it up is because I'm just the oh. bleeping Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. They wave Calvin well, Taylor. We got to take a break. I, uh, I, I've got. We got. We do need to talk about this. I'm just fed up. I need. I don't think you quite understand what being a fan is all about. But we'll come back. We'll talk about it. Let's teach him. Roush is literally. Did you say impeach him? I said let's teach him or impeach him. Either way. (laughs) (laughs) Either way. It's good stuff. Let's come back. Let's talk about it. I actually do have two college football takes today. They're not forced. They're authentic, real good takes. So. Oh, not the bad ones. You're not the bad takes. If that's what you were thinking. Just the good kind. Just the good ones. So you're gonna you're gonna like those. And then I'm I'm excited to talk with Roush about the Steelers as well. I'm excited for the NFL season. Um, that's. Obviously comes right after college. But let's go to a break. We'll be back. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio, 961 FM, 1450 AM. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. When he was asked why he wanted to go to Rutgers by Ari Wasserman from The Athletic. He said, everybody remembers the first person to do something. They remember the first person to land on the moon. No way. That's great. We landed on the moon. Oh, somebody should tell him that Rutgers has been playing football for a long time. (laughs) 
I think on their end zone it says first college football I get it, but I do hate that pitch. I, I think if I ever had a kid that was being recruited and some college was like, yeah, you could go to this great place and just be another great player, not necessarily using that that comparison with Kentucky football and Rutgers and Gavin Wimsett. But I got it a lot when I was doing recruiting with, like, basketball. Mm-hmm. People would be like, yeah, I could go to Kentucky. They're saying I could go to Kentucky and just be another five-star, but why not go to LSU and be a superhero and stuff like that? It's like, are they building the Jaden McDaniel statue in Washington? Did I miss that? Because he was going to go there and you know, stand out and, and be his own guy, right? Mm-hmm. Are they build? I don't. I don't think they're remember Isaiah Stewart at Washington. Are they looking back at? Did he change oh, Washington basketball forever? Let's see who else. Just you got that stuff all the time. It's like if you go there and you're absolutely dominant and the team does really well, then yes. But guess what? They're going to do that if you go anywhere. Like, do we think fondly of Anthony Davis? We sure as heck do. Mm-hmm. Is he just another five star? No, he was really good. I hate that pitch. Like, Kentucky come here, why, why do you come here and stand out? Quite a bit. I'm sure that they have with yeah. regards to like Alabama. Change and the stuff program like around. Now, I do think there's a difference between a pitch to sell somebody to stay home versus come here and be a legend and be remembered. Because staying home is actually logistical. Like, hey, your whole family's going to be able to come see you. If you go eight hours away, that ain't going to be the case. Yeah. So there is some truth to that. And I just think the uh, one of, like, be a legend. Now with Nil stuff, too. Um, mm-hmm. I think, I mean, we don't know all the behind-the-scenes stuff, but it, it appears that Dante Allen, being the Kentucky kid, has some benefits. Did you see the Nil news from yesterday? Uh, I, I did not know when this came out, but I just saw it this morning that yeah. uh, UofL is telling, UofL, hey, mm-hmm. stop working with Barstool. They said, we're advising all student-athletes to seize involvement with Barstool Sports in terms of nil activity. Barstool Sports does not comply with the University of Louisville policies, and it does not comply with the criteria outlined in the Kentucky governor's executive order. If you have questions about this advisory, please contact blah, 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 blah. I'm guessing it's because they're owned by a gambling company? That's what That was my first thought, is that like Barstool Sportsbook, this is a conflict of interest. Right. Probably do doesn't know. comply to any universities. Well, they get I, it. It would not. I, I think they were pretty clear about like you can't do it with you can't do stuff with casinos, and they are technically a sports book being a casino. Right, right. So that's my thought. I really hope it wouldn't be like bar stools bad, and we don't want you to work with them. I don't think that's the case. I think mm-hmm. it is the casino aspect of it. But if U of L saying that, and then, that involves the Kentucky governor's executive orders, there's you, you quite think, a few UK guys that signed up for that too and we never really knew exactly like what it was i don't think they know exactly what it is other than free gear do you see that they're putting in a bid to host or to broadcast mlb baseball games in the future no i do know that they're doing that bowl game which sounds like fun Um, barstool correct yeah they're doing the the barstool bowl which Mm -hmm. like do you want to talk about a great way to make draw eyeballs to an inconsequential bowl game like the arizona bowl I never watched that game on CBS. I forgot it was there all the time. But you bring in some Barstool personalities. They put a bunch of stuff on Twitter and social media. It'll be huge. Yeah, yeah. Especially for like, it's like the Mac versus the Mountain West. Are you all Barstool guys? Eh, to an extent. The thing I don't like about like people that have opinions on Barstool is there are people there that I think are just garbage humans that like I wouldn't listen to them on a podcast for more than 10 seconds. Dave Portnoy. And then, no, (laughs) I don't even think necessarily Dave. 
I don't I don't follow Dave enough to really know, but um, there are people there that I definitely do not like. And then there's people there that I think are as like as talented of sports media members that there literally are in the world. Like I think PFT is one of the most hilarious and comically smart. Like it's really it's some of the some, some of the jokes like so, almost goes over your head. It's just like, it's man, just what quick, a clever yeah. human for him yeah. to just like on the spot come up and make that up. You know, Big Cat's entertaining. Yep. They, they've Bobby got people, Regan's the man. Bobby Regan's the man. They've got people there that are good. That's why like you can't really paint it with a, a, a total stroke, uh, a broad stroke, I should say. It's like any company, any realistic company. There's gonna be people there that you're like, Ugh, I don't, yeah. I don't really like. Them. I, I just Stay can't steel. get past. For me, I can't get past the dweebiness of Portnoy. I, I just can't. The dweebiness. Well, I was gonna I say an, I was gonna say another jerk. D word, but I didn't know if it Douchiness. was radio appropriate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can say there you that, go. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a big fan I, of it. I think it's yeah. it's it's part of his persona. Like Hate that's him. you know it's part of like a, a, I guess his like basically a cartoon character. They wear the same stuff every day. That's his persona is to be loud and obnoxious. Um, I don't really listen to the the work that he does. I don't really watch the pizza reviews unless it's a place I've been before. Yep. And so I don't really follow him all that much. I could get why people say that and why you think that. At the end of the day, though, mm. Barstool's like it's pretty good American success story. There, there's also like the one thing they do that I enjoy is their uh, their their Barstool advisors with uh, Stu Finer. And like, is that they like the betting picks. show that yeah. they do? Yeah. It's really dumb, and that's like, I don't know. I just yeah. like a good lowbrow humor. And that's the thing. They have yeah. lowbrow humor. They, 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 they and like do. when they do the rough and rowdies, like Pac-Man Jones is fighting him one at the end of the month. Great, like guilty pleasure. Rough and rowdies are hilarious, yeah. too. And I was so, somebody that was like against rough and rowdies until I actually spent an evening watching one from start to finish. And I was like, this is pretty pretty. Hilarious. So, yeah, uh, Justin, we are like, you know, picketing doses, like this bowl game. If Kentucky's not playing that day, I'll probably tune in. Just because yeah. it's something, you know, it'll be something new, something different. And when Barstool raised, what, $30 million or $300 million or whatever that number was, money, some yeah. stupid amount of money, yeah. uh, that's cool. Like, you can hate $30 million. That That is that – you can hate Barstool and still say that's good. You're, you're, help, you're giving back and helping out, and it's not, it's not going to make – you're not going to, like, explode into dust if you say something nice about Barstool. Oh my Wait. gosh. <laughs> it's like the State Farm commercial. We've been brainwashed <laughs> watching sports throughout the summer. Um, oh, good. But we Joe should... already came out with another bracketology. Yes. It's August. Yes. That's just what we need. Well, didn't he Love do it. one two weeks ago? Oh, great. Oh, post yeah. For gave KSR. an update. What yeah. a joke. You want to know what Kentucky is while we're on the subject, though? Okay. Should uh, we boycott and not do it? Oh, Kentucky. Moved, three seed. Kentucky moved down a seed. They're <gasps> three seeds. Oh, no. Yeah, in the last update, which, you know, when was that? Pre-Kofi, Jalen Duran news. Where do they have Memphis? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, man. That means my Hoosiers must have moved up to a nine. Memphis is a four seed. <gasps> well, they'd have to get in the tournament. Indiana is a nine seed. We're a ten, so we're we're moving in the right direction. Wow. Three head coaches. That's right. Yeah. Uh, who Who's moving in the wrong direction, though? The Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, and your fandom with the Pittsburgh Steelers Dude, is moving I just, in the wrong direction. Can, uh, I'm really worried that they're gonna they're gonna do our guy Benny Snell wrong. I'm really worried. Oh, about absolutely, it. they are. They're definitely 100%. Gonna, they're gonna cut his ass. I can just feel it, <laughs> and I'm gonna lose my 
You can't. You get know a, what? You can't get attached to UK players with your favorite teams. It's That's the whole point. It's It's a business. Oh. We told you that when you're picking your teams, like don't get, don't fall in love with them. I think I even brought up Randall Cobb. And sure enough, Randall Cobb's back home. But <laughs> I think you know it was hard. But it was time to move on, go in different directions, and all that stuff. But uh, they're they're cutting them because they're injured. Calvin Taylor gets injured. Sorry, you're getting waved, That's buddy. That's the business, man. And then Benny Snell, oh, yeah, you, you can't make the club in the tub. Better get back at it. He at least was jogging <laughs> around yesterday. I didn't see updates if he ended up putting on pads and practicing. I mean, Nick, if you have – some sort of hamstring thing. If you have laryngitis and you've got to miss the show for six months, you might get fired too. I mean, you're, you can't, you're not contributing anything. Come on. Oh, that, I don't know if that's the best A little bit example. of a sketchy example. Yeah. Be funny. <laughs> Nick has medical issues. Fire! <laughs> Get him out of here. Kind of like that uh, local news radio woman. Remember she got COVID and then, what was it, Laura Jones? Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And they didn't renew her contract? Yeah. I heard there was, uh, I heard the inside baseball on that, though. Oh, what is it? Well, like, she also, like, wanted Love to get. juicy gossip. She also like part of her. She's like, no, I'm only doing the morning show. Like, I'm not gonna. They uh, want her I to mean, do more I f- work. I figured yeah. there was more than just like, you were sick. Not and coming. Now in. you're out of here. Yeah, no. yeah. I figured there had to be more. Uh, yeah, stay, stay at home mom now. I believe. I talked to her at Derby a couple years ago about this whole situation. A couple Oddly years enough, ago. it couldn't have been a couple years uh, ago. It about was the COVID situation. No. Well, not COVID, but her like moving shows and how she didn't want to do that and. She was probably going to be a stay-at-home mom. Yeah, it's been, been in the works for a while. Hey, being a weatherman, I'd bring home that bacon to be a stay-at-home dad. <laughs> Would love it. It's pretty exhausting. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no doubt. I don't doubt that a stay-at-home parent is an absolute full-time job. I just think it'd be rewarding and yeah, nice. Yeah. You won't miss any moments. Really clutch well, having a, a, thing, a playground <laughs> you can see nearby. All the moments. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, all right, but, so you um, may you may bail on the Steelers. I don't know, man. It's just you need to make a decision. Yeah, you you can't be wishy washy for your whole Steelers fandom. That's not what fandom's about. It hasn't you, even been two years. You Nick. need to find a team that you don't care if they have UK <laughs> they were players undefeated or not. for half the season. That I yeah, like like strap in, like it's gonna be okay. You will we'll get more cats have to return your. Terrible I, I think I think what's probably been the most frustrating part is I signed up for Pittsburgh Steelers football. And I'm getting a lot of like Maxion air raid bull crap where they're just like, all right, one step, Ben, throw it as fast as you can. Get it out of your hands. Like, this isn't run the ball, stop the run. Like, I've got some bad news about the NFL. Yeah, but uh, this isn't the Steelers football that I grew up learning to hate. <laughs> you know? I, I, I want to have the bad guys back who are just punking people on defense. They got TJ Watt. He's but good. You didn't pay attention in class very well if you learned to hate him, and now you're a fan. Well, and also, like, you know, I need his, James Harrison back just like dunking on dudes. Historically, if there's the a franchise that you should feel confident back to getting to the roots, wouldn't it be Pittsburgh? Yes. I mean, it's true. they've been with them and maybe Green Bay as consistent as franchises the last few decades. It's true. I, you're okay. You're preaching patience I, to me. I, I'm trying to. I just it's want just, you to be happy. It's just that, you know, you. I work with all these damn Titans fans, and they've got Bud Dupree now, and they're really good. And it just, you know, I, yeah. here's a novel concept. Why can't the Titans be your number two? You can have two teams. Mm. You can. You can. It's, okay. It's somewhat frowned upon, but you can have two. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you can't really have two two. Well, 
The day, because the day after Kentucky plays Vanderbilt is Saints at Titans. That would be a fun game to go to. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, I'm in Nashville already. Might as well go to a football game. Be a lot of fun. Well, what I don't want to do is the will she, won't she sort of deal. So Oh, so it's like friends. You, we can't be dragging this out forever. If you, like, in two months just say you're done with the Steelers, I'm going to, I'm illogically probably going to get a little triggered. Okay. <laughs> just so you know. So when I'm done, I've got to be all the way done. That's what you're saying. Yeah, it just seems like you're really trying to like if the Steelers get good again, I bet we don't hear about you waning from your fandom. I think you're bandwagoning. I think you're bandwagoning. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I don't know that I disagree with that. I say I say if he becomes not a Steelers fan anymore, we kill him. He, no, we, he can't he can't go to the Titans. It's gotta go. Oh, oh wow. wow! So like, if yeah. you dump me, you can't date my friends. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna date him even harder now. <laughs> I mean, the biggest Titans fan you've ever seen. All right, I want to. I want to dish out one of my two football takes. You want? You want football? You want UK or U of L? UK U of L. UK U of L. U of L. I didn't ask you, Dingus. He Nick wouldn't answer. Okay, U of L's fine with me. He did take a long time to answer. He I, did. I, I'm just. I'm really peeved because Larry Vaught spelled Isaiah Cummings' name wrong. How, Larry, damn how, it! How do you spell it? Like not how Isaiah spells it. Like, oh, he spelled the Isaiah wrong. Yeah. Like okay. there's 17 different ways you can spell Isaiah, dude. Just look it up. And they're all tough. Yeah. Huh. There was a like a yeah. You can spell it so many different ways. What um. Yeah, you think, like, as a journalist, that's the one thing you're taught is, like, don't get names wrong, right? Yeah, it's, like, the only rule you have. It's the only thing I remember from journalism school. has been there for school. three years. All right. I'll, I'll, go, I'll go with U of L first. And I feel like we've been somewhat tough, but also it's part of the rivalry. I'm like, hey, U of L is probably going to stink this year, and we yeah. are enjoying it. Yeah. And there is truth to it that we yeah. are just enjoying it. But my guy, Eric Crawford, who I think is probably the, like, most fair reporter in Louisville, he went, saw L's opening practice. He said it was the 20th opening practice he's seen at L, mm-hmm. So he's obviously been around. And his big takeaway was you can't have a big takeaway from an open practice on day one. He said more of what he likes to see is confidence in players and how they walk around. And he said he guessed it was good to see Malik Cunningham, Mikhail Cunningham, look like he owned the place. And, you know, that was a yeah. positive sign. But he made some good throws. He made some bad throws. And you can't really take too much out of that. But what he kind of pivoted to was you couldn't help but notice all the newcomers. And the way U of L is looking at it, if you take into consideration that last year's year doesn't have to count, 80 freshmen at U of L. If you take into consideration that the last COVID year didn't year. count. Yeah. 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 Uh, and that's the way that U of L is looking at it. But they have 40 bona fide new players in the program. Not like the COVID year. Transfer sort of portal, hold on yards. So like, 33% yeah. of their roster, over 33% of their roster, brand new to the program. And this is the most new coaches they've had since a, since a complete coaching change, uh, you know, in a long time. Four, new, that, four new coaches. Is that a good thing, though? The way the so, Satterfield's been recruiting? I think absolutely not a good thing. Yeah. Now, that was going to be the devil's advocate point is – hey, these are new faces, new blood, it's a new attitude, this could be a good thing. But in but but in football, it may be a good thing two or three years down the road. I can almost guarantee you it ain't a good thing for this upcoming season. 
maybe when Louisville's having, gosh, think how long senior day is going to take in four years, three years. Our 80 seniors. It's a seven o'clock game. They started at 11 a.m. <laughs> and the funny thing is the attendance would be same for all the other senior days. Yeah. Nobody. Anyways, it's not. That's not good. Like, it's just not good. It's not good. Even if you want to say, all right, hey, some of these freshmen we had last year, the year doesn't count, so they're technically sophomores, but we can call them freshmen. It doesn't matter. If 80% of your roster is either brand-new guys or second-year guys, yeah. that's not good for a football program well, in a major power five. Yeah. Like the, I get that the point is, hey, times are changing here. There's a lot of fresh blood. But, like, fresh blood just gets eaten by the Sharks. And I'm not saying the ACC is full of sharks, but college football is unforgiving the to newcomers. The ACC is not full of sharks, but they it's not it's not the American. Yeah, yeah. It's not Conference like, USA. The the amount of so like for UK this year, I interviewed as many newcomers as I could because this is the only chance we get to talk to them at UK. But there's only going to be of the true freshmen we've talked to. I mean. Maybe five will play. Like, maybe. Because if you have more, like, that, that's it's just how, ideal. That's how football works. Healthy like, programs don't rely on freshmen. Yeah, because they're going to get – I mean, hey, think about this. Jordan Dingle, okay, third-ranked player of the state, four-star recruit, big tight end, looks the part. He had a great open practice. But they're still moving Isaiah Cummings down because – you just need to be a grown-up to play tight end in Power 5 football because you're just going to get beat up and you're, you're going to be ineffective. But there's there's no other way around it. Dude, if he was at Louisville, he'd be fourth on the team in receptions right now. Like, and, and that's not me just trying to take shots at Louisville. That's part of, like, this is... The way is, the rosters are set up. Yeah, and the exactly. the depth charts are, are set up. Like, the... at Kentucky, you're, you're adding depth by moving a receiver to tight end. Instead of trying to lean on a freshman Louisville, they're like, "Look at all our new guys! Like it's not, it's just not gonna, it's not gonna work out well." Now that we've brought them up a few times, by the way, the Cats Illustrated crew—they have been hearing just like unbelievable things about Cummings. Yeah, I'm not surprised. That, like early, and they and I and I need to say this because it, it would be unfair to Roland or Jeff Drummond if I did not say this. But like they are saying, it's very early, so don't go thinking crazy. But so far, it's just like, whoa, this is yeah, great. Yeah, pretty like, seamless transition. Yeah, yeah, and supposedly the defense is really struggling. Maybe you'll hear more about this today. Yeah. And it's more of just the schemes. Like, oh, wait, tight ends. Ah, ah. Got, like, we're not used to them being so active in the passing attack. And then running backs and where they're putting them. Uh, it's going to be fun. And that kind of builds into my second football take. But we would we would save that for hour number two. First football take regarding UofL. 40 just bona fide new players in the program, 80 freshmen slash sophomores, mm-hmm. if you do an air quotes around that. That's not a recipe for a great season. No, no. Now, it could be the foundation for a brighter future. I will be totally fair in saying that. If these freshmen go out there and they're competitive, but they just come up a little short, Roush, I'd be fine if UofL fans say, you know what, maybe the future will be brighter and I feel good about that. The issue is, do you want to wait another two or three years mm-hmm. to see if it ends up with Satterfield being the guy? Um, I've got one Louisville friend who's kind of probably leans towards butt slapper, but he's he says I don't he you know it seems like he's being fair with Satterfield, probably giving him too much credit 
But he says, I don't care if Satterfield's really good or great. I just think in college football you need a, a six-year, seven-year coach. You need somebody that's going to stick around. Instability in a program is what breeds more instability. Yeah, chaos. Miserable seasons. Yeah, you know, yeah. the two and ten seasons where, yeah, maybe five and seven's not great, but these coaches, they've been doing this for a long time. They know what will work if they can eventually get there. But microwave society, you, you, if Louisville wants Satterfield for six or seven years, by all means. Yep. Well, and to go back to our beloved Pittsburgh Steelers, Justin, Mike Tomlin, my beloved Pittsburgh Steelers, still hasn't had (laughs) a losing season. They got a good coach up there. We got a good coach up there. Yeah, they've had three coaches like since the sixties or something. That's just stupid. You know, that's what when I was watching the Hall of Fame game the other night, I even told my roommate, I was like, "This is two of the best coaches in the NFL: McCarthy and Mike Tomlin." They're two best Mikes, maybe the two best Mike coaches in professional sports. Mike McCarthy, one of the best coaches in the Absolutely. NFL? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a take. Absolutely. I'm going to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to disagree. Well, he's uh, got a Super Bowl. You, you know, he, he does, I think Mike McCarthy is a good coach. I don't think he's a great coach. I don't think he's one of the top coaches. There man. Well. Andy Reid is probably number one. Well, Bill Belichick's obviously well, number you, one. I'll, Andy Reid, number two. You can't name me two more coaches named Mike that are better than McCarthy and Tomlin. Mike LaFleur. Is it Mike or no? Matt. <laughs> Mike Singletary. Yeah, there you go. No. So okay, so you're saying one of the best Mikes. Yeah. Gotcha. That's fine with me. Mike and Mike Greenberg. <laughs> uh man, I wish I wish I would have seen Eric at Saturday's practice for Kentucky. I guess Louisville was practicing then too. Didn't see any WDRB or Courier Journal. No WDRB? I don't even think they had Louisville TV people out there. What? Shooting. Yeah. That's pretty shocking. It was kind of nice having the the that cannot the, be true. I mean, you were there, but no Louisville TV at UK Media Day. Maybe Kendrick. You no, know, I don't remember seeing Kendrick. I don't. That would be mind blowing to me. But I hope that's not true. No, there was W. No wait, that was Media Day. I saw WKY guy. Yeah, I don't know. I, there wasn't a whole lot. I was, but I was glad that Mossy was there, and so was. Um, Alex Walker had a few of those guys were tweeting out highlights. You can't get the cameras that good for us to do it. But hey, we got to see some of those those, those cool throws. It's good catches. I'm doing a Big Blue Drew's Kentucky Dads podcast tonight. Oh, he wanted to do one before the baby and, and then after. a couple months after. Oh, the that's baby. I like that actually. Like it's gonna be like the Lincoln presidential pictures, but in an audio form. I'm gonna be like all chipper tonight, and then in like a few months after the baby, it'll probably be like oh day you, 77. Do you have a secretary named Kennedy? <laughs> that's, yeah, that's exactly right. All right, let's go to a break. <laughs> uh, we'll come back. We'll get into the text messages. I've got another football take regarding UK football. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the text line. We always appreciate those that text in. It's a Taco Tuesday, so maybe if there's a good text, you'll win a taco. How about that? This is KRC Hour Two coming up next. I'm Big Exports right now. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro.
Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Roll Call. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. Random. I just saw somebody quote tweet a Pittsburgh weatherman that said the Monday forecast is oppressive and Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday are miserable. And I saw somebody else say, wait, is is miserable worse than oppressive or is miserable an upgrade? Um, what would you think is worse weather description? Oppressive or miserable? Oppressive. I, th- I think oppressive's worse. Yeah. They have miserable at the worst. No, that's no. <laughs> Just weird ways to describe weather. Uh, it's going to be hot today. It felt like there. There's times in Kentucky summer where you do feel like, and especially with the cicadas where they were chirping, mm-hmm. where you feel like you're living in like Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Mm-hmm. This morning was a Jurassic Park morning. Super yeah. muggy, Very hot. Muggy. Um, yeah, already like 75 degrees when you walked outside the door, but it's going to be hot today. I liked the rain yesterday, Roush. Yeah, I. Uh, it was kind of a nice little change-up, although it did make me want to just like take a nap. Yeah, but we hadn't had rain in forever, so. We needed it. We yeah. definitely needed it. Uh, a lot of things to get to this hour, including a jam-packed text line, 502-414-1450. You're listening. Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here. We mentioned it's Taco Tuesday, Roush. That means hit up Salsaritas. So, TJ, I've got, I've been searching for the wildly addictive chips in the wild. I've I've maybe come across the thinness, but they aren't. You when you don't have that delicious seasoning, it's not the same. You know, it's just, oh yeah, it's not the same. Salsaritas, that's the only place you can get the hot, wildly addictive chips. That also is a game changer too. They come fresh out, hot out of the oven. You got this extra seasoning. You use it with some of their fresh guacamole or their. Tasty queso. Uh, get the hot salsa too. Try the hot salsa whenever you go. Don't be scared of it like Justin is. Who's gonna give little mouth? Hey, I tried it. He did try it. He but it's, try it. it hurts his little tongue. Hey, he couldn't take the heat. He got out of the hot salsa kitchen. That's right. He, he did get out of the kitchen. Save more room for the rest of us at Salsa Raiders. They've got two locations. One in St. Matthews on Hubbard's Lane. The other, Shelbyville Road in Middletown. That one's got a drive-through. Download the app before you go. You'll save some bucks. Salsaritas, deliciously different. Speaking of downloading the app and saving bucks, I have to go today because my $5 off is going to expire. Oh, gosh. Today. You better hurry. Yeah. So I'm going to go get some of them chips. And by the way, those chips with the seasoning, every other Mexican place puts salt on their chips. Just not as good. You're right, Ross. Well, salt should go on chips for what it's worth. Well, seasoned salt's way better. If you're ever – well, sure. Yes. What they have at Salsaritas is the – and I'm not just – it's the best chip. I've had in terms of a chip and salsa setting. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. But if you're ever at a place and they bring out chips, do you all have to like look around and say, you all mind if I pour a little salt on these? No. Because I do that. Yeah, I do too. No. You don't do that or you've never had that happen? Neither. Would you care? No. Good. You shouldn't. Did you have somebody care? I think there's there's been a time where somebody's (laughs) cared. Yeah, I think so. I think there's been a time. Uh, you need a little extra salt. But so not with Salsaritas. They come perfect. You don't need to add anything to them, and I mean that. Two locations, Middletown and St. Matthews. All right, let's get football take number two. All right, well, there's a few things. Do you read the Lexington Herald Leader's article on Terry Wilson? I uh, had not yet. Would he have anything appointment, interesting Appointment to say? reading. Um, oh. I, I, it just, like, makes you just want to give old Terry Touchdown a hug. Just makes – just – 
Wish it would have worked out a little differently. All that being said, though, I will always think fondly of Terry Wilson's time at Kentucky. Like, I do think of him fondly. Just made me miss him a little bit. But Josh Moore had the story and just super complimentary of UK and talked about why, what kind of happened when he left, some of the decisions that went into that, and then you get just a little pressure, a reminder of how things are for him at, at New Mexico or how things are looking, the outlook for him for this upcoming season. It was nice. I'm going to retweet it. I'd, I'd check it out. But Terry Wilson, great guy, and did a lot of nice things for UK football. Not to sound selfish, but I didn't like how I ended my career. I feel like I had more to put out there. I bet he does, does, yep. does feel like that. Yep. Um, but, uh, you know, it's it made sense for all parties to part ways when they did. But that injury, you just you just don't know how his career arc changes without that injury. That was his time to take a ne- you know the next step, and maybe uh, maybe we would have found out sooner that the uh, the masterminds behind the offense weren't working. Maybe maybe he gets another. You know, like it, there's just a lot of what ifs. But that injury certainly pulled the rug out from the the metaphorical rug out from underneath him. And you did pull that quote out, and I hope that that people don't look at that quote as like vindictive or anything like that, uh, because I, I took that as more as personally he wanted more, like he he thought that the teams could have done more, um, and part of that was on him. I'm fine with that because uh, the first quote he says is he can't wait to get back to Kentucky and visit. It's home to him, mm-hmm. and he already misses it. Mentions how New Mexico is just a desert. Yeah, <laughs> it's not green. <laughs> uh, it's, it, it's not green, and uh, I'll be I'll be rooting for him. Hopefully he can watch him out in West game or two this season and see Terry touchdown, sling it around. And uh, as I'm kind of easing that my way into my U.K. football take, First off, Terry Wilson had some nice throws. He put the ball in the money from time to time. I don't again, I just don't know if he couldn't do it consistently enough, if the coaches didn't trust him enough, if it was offensive philosophy, if it was just trying to feed your running backs. Uh, but he made some nice throws from time to time, not nearly consistent enough for Kentucky's offense to take that next step forward. And that brings me into my next take, Roush. Mm-hmm. I do think you're going to see fun plays. I think you're going to see getting the wide receivers out in space. I'm just not believing Kentucky's going to be slinging it around in the way that we would look at like an Andre Woodson offense. No. It's just not going to be that. No. It just is not going to be that. And I don't think Will Levis is going to be – I don't think his numbers are going to look great from a passing standpoint after this season. If he is – I don't think any quarterback's passing numbers are going to look great. I I was watching some of – watched some doing Pelotrons over the last few days and whatnot, watching some of like the Rams offense just trying to get Mm -hmm. a refresher on some of the stuff they may try to do. And then I was watching some Will Levis. And I will say this, it almost does seem like – a good fit. Yeah. Like yeah. they were like, hey, you're going to know some of these things that we're going to do. With with the exception of precision, deep route, corner routes, post route. You know, they yeah, do yeah, some yeah. of that. They don't do some of it. But one, Lev is going to run a lot. Mm-hmm. Going to run we, a lot. When we talk about the running game, we forget about correct his legs. It almost just feels like I, I'm worried about deep threats. Totally am. It's not going to be – I watched – it's not going to be Wandell going deep and that nobody ever really expected that. Josh, I don't know. I guess I'll believe it if I see it. But Kentucky's never really used him in, in deep uh, deep capacity. So here, here, seems like he's more like 15 to 20. Yeah, I think in my mind, instead of 
like in the Woodson offenses, you talk about just going vertical. I think there's going to be a lot of going horizontal, going horizontal, going horizontal, boom, hitting deep. Like I, I think that's kind of more of the, all right, we're going to have to just set up some some bigger stuff. I think that's probably right, and and I guess when I said UK's got two receivers, I'm good with that. They will need, I don't know, they they, they probably will need a third option if the offense is going to be what people are either expecting or assuming or wanting to see. I guess my take that I'm expressing here today, and I've touched on this before, but after just kind of watching a little bit more, reading more, after coaches actually got to see some of the stuff, it, it, the offense, folks, is not going to look a lot – it's going to look different in how they do it, but in terms of emphasis on running or maybe passes behind the line of scrimmage or sweeps and stuff like that, it's going to be a lot of run. It's not going to be airing it out the way that folks are picturing it or maybe thinking it. And I think, Roush, the majority of UK fans, would this would maybe not be a surprise to them what I'm saying, that, like, hey, don't expect a nice air attack. But I... I want to get out in front of that, that whoever plays quarterback for UK this year will have underwhelming passing numbers. Here's the number that I'm going to ask you, Terry, that I think is important and I think it's attainable. 20 touchdowns hasn't been thrown for since Mike Hartline was quarterback. That's a that's a great number. Because it's, it's, you know, basically no. one and a half a game. No. No. Wow. Under. I'm I I'll happily be wrong if I have to eat crow on a UK quarterback exceeding my expectations because I uh, Vegas and the law well I guess the law of averages say maybe at some point it needs to go back but <laughs> odds are Kentucky's gonna have underwhelming nor- numbers at the quarterback position I still am excited for the season I still think anything anything fewer than eight wins I will be See, moderately disappointed I in. think you can I think you can have "Quote unquote underwhelming passing numbers and still go over twenty passing touchdowns." Like, yes, I agree. With like that. as far yeah, like you know, I, I do agree with that. I, I foresee a typical stat line being something like seventeen of twenty-five for two hundred and twenty yards and a passing touchdown, and then forty-five rushing yards and a rushing touchdown. I think the reason why I would and those take, little jet sweeps are passes technically. Technically, yes, and that's Wandell's going to live with those. The the big reason why I think Kentucky would it would go over that mark though the twenty touchdown mark, passing touchdown mark is I think they're just going to have to score to win games. I think they're going to be good, and Chris Rodriguez isn't going to be running for all those touchdowns. Well, and if you look at that, that's only if you get three touchdowns, six games. That's half the games. That's already eighteen. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know how unrealistic three touchdowns is. It doesn't seem all that unrealistic. But two, but. two a game is over, you know, yeah. like by a lot, yeah. like comfortably. And I do so. think, I do think, like the, I think Kentucky's going to blow out some of the, Poopy the cupcakes. Teams. Yeah, 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 not like the it's going to halftime. You're up by ten. This looks ugly. No, like they're going to blow the those yeah. teams. I think well Kentucky out, will yeah. probably be up like twenty eight at half in game one or twenty one, something like. You know, mm-hmm. they'll be up. They'll be up multiple possessions. The the and I think they'll beat the snot out of Louisville too for for similar reasons later in the season. I think maybe. if they can take advantage of a bad team, they will. So maybe that's how you get to the over. It's just like you know you're piling it on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's something you didn't see a lot of in the Grand Era. Did um, well some of it they'll put it into other guys too. They they like to get the other quarterbacks looks. But, but I didn't think then when they were like, hey Bo, go sling it out. We need we need you to. And that's another thing also is with and not to steal your point. Please yeah, yeah, don't forget not. it. Is Levis going to get hurt too? 
with how much they're going to run him or how much he will just naturally run, he's going to get hurt. So, Gatewood, don't go anywhere. I hate how matter-of-factly you said that. But. Right. That was terrible. And I hate people that do that generally. Like, ooh, I'm not drafting so-and-so because he's got a history of injuries. But with how much Will Levis runs and likes to absorb contact, because he's a big dude, he can he can deliver a blow too. But in the SEC in a 12-game schedule, he's going to get banged up. Hopefully it's for a quarter. Maybe it's for a possession. Hopefully not more than a game. But I'm glad Kentucky's got some other options at quarterback. We have no idea what those options are. Mm-hmm. But at least Joey Gatewood, if he is the backup, and we still have a lot of fall before we figure this stuff out. But Joey, I think, could probably do a lot of the similar things Will can do. Mm-hmm. And then from a Bo standpoint, Bo probably can't tuck it and run as well as those two guys. I'm sure that he could throw five-yard routes or jet sweep it to Wandell Cole just good on Saturday, too. That's what I heard. Yeah, yeah I he heard would, he made he some would, nice throws. Yeah, yeah, he looked really good. So, um, point is, I'm happy with the quarterback depth. I just don't expect nice numbers from anybody. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, speaking of teams Kentucky's going to beat up on, did you see Vandy's new uniforms? Yeah, what was... Uh... They, they actually include numbers. <laughs> that was funny. Good, good callback. Yeah. I thought they looked clean. I wasn't a I huge do. fan of Tyler Thompson saying she was jealous of them. You're jealous of a Vandy football uniform? Give me a break. It was just nice and simple, like uh, three-stripe kind of. never be jealous of a Vandy football uniform unless yeah. they're printed in cash. And also, like, they put the – can I just say that the one thing they did right was the star on their helmet? Like, I thought that was kind of a – I guess you want to do a rebrand if you're Vandy, but that was not a bad look. If you're Vanderbilt football, those are great jerseys. Yeah. If you're anybody, those are nice jerseys. But they're very clean. They're simplistic. Maybe, I agree with all that. Maybe they're it's moving just, away from the naval stuff because they used to have like the anchor on the back. You think of the they are? Maybe. Well, they're still doing hashtag anchor down and whatnot, so I doubt it. I mean, but I, maybe just like the imagery is they're slightly shifting away. You know, could be. But je- je- Tyler, come on, jealous of Vandy. It's Vandy. Come on. It's Van- it still says <laughs> Vanderbilt on it. They still play in that godforsaken stadium. Like. I lo- hey, I, we don't we uh, stop. I like I like that stadium. Oh, because they serve beer. They well, sure. And it's always filled with Kentucky it's just fans. Kentucky fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a you home get, away you, from home. You get to spread out. There's yeah. plenty of room. Parking's not too bad. Cup snakes. It's one of the cup snakes. It's one of the few inexpensive experiences in Nashville still left. Go to a Vandy football game. I mean, uh, g- beers there got to be cheaper than they are on Broadway. Oh, no doubt Guarantee about that. Yeah, 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 absolutely. All right, so those were my football takes. U of L, UK, nothing too hot, but it crossed my mind yesterday, and I said, you know what? I do a sports radio show. That may be worth bringing up on the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the text line, 502-414-1450. first text coming in. sports today. says, Fancy Farm sounds awful. I think the spirit of Fancy Farm is actually supposedly really cool, Um but, you know, pandemic has certainly taken a toll on it, and it's better when you get some Democrats there as well so everybody can just beat up on each other, have a good time. Seems just like a big church picnic, kind of, but instead of gambling games, uh, you go to hell if you even consider gambling. <gasps> Don't be so hard on your favorite band, Nick. They had to catch their taxi to the moon. No. So I had some inside sources reach out to me and say that you just you must have been off on like your expectations at the end of the show. Supposedly yeah, I got my sources, in. like everybody knew that it was over. And like, that was just a way to like leave on a happy note. But everybody got hot. Like the entire crowd was bouncing. Yeah. But suppose again, that's just like the this, whole this, crowd was bouncing. They, uh, yes, they were. They, everybody brought up how cool it was, but they said it was cool. Cause like, that's how you were leaving. 
versus you thought it was cool because you thought they were coming back More out. Music, yeah. They said once they put the lights on, it's over. That like it's you know once they put the the stage music on that it's over. Yeah, yeah. I I should have known, but I but got I'm hooked sure in the, by I'm the sure, jumping around. Sure, and I'm sure the the, the beers the one, were flowing. The one thing that sucks about the amphitheater is that I think there's a noise ordinance where you can't play late. Oh, so that's like, a bummer. So then you can't get the real long yeah. encores or whatever. But um, never been to a show there. Oak Crow Medicine Show next Thursday. Let's go. Thursday? Yeah, not this one, but the next one. Yeah, the 19th. I've got uh, that's the bachelor part. My last weekend getaway. <sighs> I would have loved to. Old Crow Medicine Show would have been great. Tisk, yeah, tisk. and I got to leave that. I would say maybe I'd do that and just go set Friday to the bachelor party, but uh, I got to come back Saturday for a wedding. So oh, like, wow. I got a I know, busy weekend. Sounds miserable. Thursday, Friday, bachelor party, come back for a wedding on Saturday. That's... Different different events. Not like the bachelor party. Although supposedly right. that's what our parents used to do, just be yeah. like the bachelor party before the before the wedding. Which like you just go to a bar or something. Yeah. And and also can can I say that I'm you know, I'd be okay if we started doing that again, where it's like, hey, we can just party not <laughs> Eight hours away and spend a thousand dollars. Says the guy who went to New Orleans for his bachelor. Yeah, party. yeah, yeah. I've told- <laughs> Easy for you to say. Exactly. Rules for thee, not for me. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't. I. Like, I, I, I am pro. Just like going to a lake or going golf or going to a city within three hours. Yeah. Like, I, like my one friend invited me to go to Scottsdale, Arizona, and like I've done that once, and it's like, man, that's. That ain't cheap. You know, the funny thing is, though, like in five years, you're going to be like, destination bachelor parties. Let's, Let's get, bring, bring them back. back. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I do agree with you, though. I'm, But I, there's just a certain yin and yang. Like, can we, like, uh, going to Cincinnati I think would be a Ebs- fun. Sure. Yeah. Great. They got yeah. Top Golf. They got Casino. You can gamble. I go think. to a baseball game. Go to a baseball game. Yeah. Well, can you sports gamble in Ohio yet? Not yet, right? Not yet. Yeah, no. but soon. Yeah. Oh, it's kind of maybe drive through Indiana on your way there. Yeah, Lawrenceburg. It's embarrassing right there. that like Indiana has become the state of culture. Uh, that's Illinois, actually. <laughs> <laughs> more culture. Oh, <laughs> it gets more culture west of Ohio. I was actually it's telling a guy that at the bar last night from Illinois. I was like, "You're all state rocks. You just you got everything. It's awesome." Hmm. A texter uh, says, "Watch Spectatorless. That's the name of a horse." He's about to win, then tosses the jockey. Eight five twenty one Saratoga on YouTube. So Google that. Yeah, it was. They were going down the home stretch, and he had the, he was ahead by a lot, and just threw his jockey off. Right was when weird. He was getting ready to cross. Like ran into the fence. Did yeah, you see that? Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, but the uh, the big race on Saturday, the Whitney five horses, all stakes winners. Swiss Skydiver, the filly that uh, won the Preakness, was in it. Uh, by my standards, uh, Maxfield, a lot of really good horses, but. Brad Cox's Knicks go just blew him all away to win the Whitney. It was great too, TJ. I, I I need to send you the video if I can. If the person saved it on Snapchat, I'll put it on the Facebook group. But they introduced the jockeys at Saratoga, like it was like, and now coming to the floor, and I they like, like walked that. through uh, smoke and stuff, and they had like lights flashing on them. It was pretty cool. That is kind of cool. Yeah. Maybe we'll see more of that. Do it for the Derby. They also had, you know how when you score a touchdown on NFL Sundays for Fox, they have like cartoon drawings mm-hmm. of the players? They did that for the jockeys because if it was on FS1. That's cool, too. Yeah, it was just like, oh, man, we need more of this. Speaking of the Derby, Brad Cox, quite a role since the Derby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course. Is he the next big thing? Many people are saying, especially this guy. We know you are. Texter says, Nick, did you intern with UK Athletics while an undergrad? Is that how you made your way into a full-time gig with them? 
Oh wow! Somebody just is that a backhanded comp? Like is that a is that yeah, a shot fired? That's a Plumley, bro. First and foremost, you do know that Roush does not work for UK Athletics, <laughs> yeah, that's right? Completely two different entities. Like I'm a I can be a butt slapper at times, but boy, can you? No, um, I intern with KSR. UK Athletics is like you show up to the games, you wear UK polos, you pass out stats. The UK Athletics interviews. internships looked horrible. But yeah. it is a good way. Like man. everybody that's working in that athletic department well, started doing that for man. the most part. There's there's a girl who just finished up with him last year. Now she works with the Seahawks. You know, like yeah, no, it's, it's it's a good. It's I bet it sucks, but I think it's probably worth it if that's something you really want to do for. Your and it's career. cool. You get to be hanging around with the team, but like th- those jobs are just different kind of jobs. They're PR, PR a little bit different than uh, than what what I do, Plumley, bro. Um, but yeah, hell, even a good amount of. Uh, folks in journalism do that internship before they get more into hot and heavy into journalism too. So, Texture says, I got a conspiracy for you. The vaccine makes you glow, or at least your veins glow. Not totally sure. Anywho, oh wow, made me say anywho. The government is putting black light bulbs in street lights so it's easy to tell who's been booped and who refuses. And man, what a fiery hot take by Scoots McGee. If only we could have heard it. <laughs> the, ne- the, ne- the next text says, Hey, Kermit, where's the new microphone you promised? Here's an idea. Just don't speak anymore. You suck. Oh, you wow. Suck. <laughs> you suck, Texter. Oh, come on, man. I asked Justin if he got the microphone set up today, and he acted like I was speaking Spanish to him. We're Maybe here. That's his problem. So can't we can't can't we help you figure out what's the, yeah, what? Yeah, we the can look at are? it. Absolutely, absolutely. We got to figure this out. Yeah, bro. yeah, we do. I want to honestly see you just with your setup. Yeah, talking. I can do that. And we'll just maybe yeah. we can do it during the Patreon. We can like be recording and figure all this stuff out. <laughs> that actually would be funny. It would content. be funny. <laughs> I think that'd be pretty good. Because uh, I think I'm going to get upset. <laughs> so I, just get out there. It won't be anything personal. But I think there's going to be something where it's just like, why? Well, I think we have an easy fix on our hands. Yeah, I think we do. Looking forward to it. I have an idea about why Memphis had the better nil package for Durant. I think Mitch has handcuffed Cal behind the scenes in regards to nil at UK. Cal has only made one comment about our current guy's deals. The Cal I know would be screaming from the mountaintop every time a guy made any money. If there's any ounce of truth to this theory, Mitch needs to go. So, uh, Interesting first th- text. First thing. Uh, so you're right, Texter. There are limits as to what coaches can like. Stoops talked about that at Media Day. Like, nil is on the players. If coaches can't technically be getting, you know, like that's there's like a weird line that has to be drawn there. Um, but also, I think in the story he told to Tipton Edits, uh, he said they were going to give him. He's going to get two million. So basically, Memphis just was like, "We'll pay whatever they'll say. We'll match it and go above and beyond it." Maybe that was part of it. It's like we're paying more. That's that's fine. Uh, best of, best of luck to him at Memphis. And like we said, Joe Lenardi has him as a four seed now. No way, Penny messes that up. No way. And as far as Mitch hand, I don't think Mitch would handcuff. People I don't think handcuffed. Deals. I think Mitch did botch this just based on he was just sore to his role. Yeah, and I still don't. I still think there's some confusion within the athletic department. Um, but but who knows? Maybe if Mitch ever talked to the media, we would have an idea. I'm not making fun of Vince Tyree again until Mitch 
Barnhart talks to the media. Oh God, really? It we can't could be months. I'm sorry, I've got to. But, it's but, not. It's Vince not is fair. Always calling a it's press conference. Not fair. Though. I know he is, but what's better, Gosh. the always press conference or the never? It's the always. It's the always. Yeah. It is. Let's go to a break. Come back. We'll get to more text. 502-414-1450. It's been a fun Kentucky roll call on your Tuesday morning. Text on into the show. 502-414-1450. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. We don't know where Hayes played last year, but I'm sure he did a hell of a job. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Bobby Cook Golf Academy's off exit four in southern Indiana. I promise you, if you need golf lessons, you got to see Bobby. It'll be cheaper than anywhere else that you're going to go. It's going to be easier, and you're going to be in air conditioned. You're going to be comfortable, and you're going to get some tips instantly, and you'll get these lessons forever because he'll send you a copy of them. That way, if old habits start to pick up again, as they so often do, as the golf season will go on, you will remember you'll pop it in or pop it in. I keep going these VHS DVD references. You'll download it. You'll watch it again. Mm -hmm. And you'll be like, I'm glad I got that lesson because now it's basically uh, paying twofolds at this point. I'm learning it all over again. That's what Bobby Bobby Cook Golf Academy will do for you. Exit for Southern Indiana. Go to bobbycookgolfacademy.com for more information. And let me give you that number too because they're opening up today at 9 o'clock. 812-913-4415. 812-913-4415. 812-913-4415. 812-913-4415. I swear, after one of these shows, we should all just go up there. It'd be fun. We'd have a good time. Now that we got Hoosier Dingus's arm feeling better. Ah, uh, Scoots McGee. I'm in. Sign me up. <laughs> I was honestly thinking about it to today, but can't do today. We can do Thursday. Already I, playing I, golf on Thursday, but I wouldn't I wouldn't mind. Oh, thanks, I, I'm just going thanks there. Thanks for I'm the probably, invite. That's a nice... Uh, I'm good now. I can join. Mm, your, sure you your invites. Mm. Oh, for two did me in. You can kiss those goodbye. <laughs> yeah, you didn't even have good reasoning. And you didn't go to Waffle House. <laughs> that was for my own health. The only time you've actually ever hung out with me is when I pay for all your things. Yeah, mm. weird how that works. Mm. Well, mm. I mean, that wasn't part of the plan that day, mm. but. Mm. <laughs> you didn't pay for my round of the scramble. Suck it. I was going to, but. Hoosier Dingus went in there and paid yeah, for himself anyway. For this very reason, I didn't want to hear you crying about it six months later. I'm just saying I have to pay for you to hang out with me, is what I'm saying. I mean, it sounds just like kidding. sounds like Neil Wright. And <laughs> it's my Neil Wright. <laughs> that's a good answer. No, that's the uh that's the Patreon fun. You're buying us Waffle House breakfasts and Justin Kalen's golf rounds that he doesn't take up on. Wow. Pretty much any time that we hang out outside the studio, that's what the Patreon funds are for. Slush fun. It's a slight, it really is because we do make content out of it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get back to the text line. Unless you, what, what were we talking about? Where were we? Were we getting into anything? Mm. Just talking Bobby Cook Golf Academy. I was yeah. going to get you that number. That's 812 913 4415. Okay, good. Bobby Cook's the man. Great logo, too. You did mention VHS tapes. My parents, their internet went out the other day. And so to, to keep Duke entertained, they busted out our old 
we used to have a TV with a VHS in it to like take on road trips. Sure. They busted one of those out to, and popped in a Barney tape and big fan. He was a big Barney guy? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, again, like so I mean, on your smart TV, you go to YouTube and put on an old Barney episode yeah, or something. Yeah. I'd rather hear the, <laughs> hear the Sesame Street. But Barney, just a little bit more obnoxious. I was a Barney kid growing up. I mean, we all were. Were we all? Speaking of purple dinosaurs, have you kept up with the Dinger discussion? My God. I So that was something that I just walked into. Like I saw a tweet, and it's like, here, you can hear the guy yell Dinger. And it's like, yeah, clearly. And then I heard like there was a, and I was like, oh wow, that's an unfortunate name for the mascot. Like a Dinger, I think it's it's a, cute it's, a it's a great name, but I mean, yeah, I I don't really Dinger is a great name for a mascot. It's unfortunate that, that it could be confused. Well, in that instance, in a guy, a very masculine voice, the way he was screaming and the way the mic picked it up. But gosh, I have like never been just ridiculous from the usa freaking today mike freeman what word did you hear the rocky fans yell it depends on your life experience oh no no just the word i mean that's not true because brinson came out himself and he was like i've never been called that word i and like i, what I watched it 60 times and heard it every time <laughs> I mean, it's it, it, and <laughs> don't mind the fact that in the background you can see the guy yelling and you can see Dinger off to the side. <laughs> now I don't expect the average fan to know that the stupid purple dinosaur at the Rockies game is named Dinger, right? But like somebody would have to. But be, didn't somebody call? Like, wasn't it a fan in the stands that called it in that reported it? Uh, well, no, the comment. Well, maybe, but the commentator was the one who was like, "We are so sorry for what you all just heard on this broadcast." Oh wow! Like those words are never acceptable. So he brought it up, and that's what. And then the Rockies were like, "Well, we need to say something about it." And it just it snowballed. I feel like it doesn't sound like that at all, though. Like maybe if you told me that he was saying a racial slur, I might hear it secondhand. But like, yeah, I don't. Hmm, man. Either way, very glad that it wasn't a racial slur. But man, I felt you got to feel bad for that fan too, because didn't he get like kicked out of the game? I believe, well, I don't know. I mean, he definitely got taken to the side, and they had to bring other fans to, like, valid, you know, to, Say to verify like, what yeah. he was saying. I don't know if they ended up booting him from the stadium before it was too late or not, but hopefully they'd make it right and be like, okay, we were wrong. Sorry. Um, you know, don't yell at our purple dinosaur across the across the section. Don't do that anymore. But I hear that ballpark's a great ballpark, though. It just seems like that story should be like, ha, ah, okay, thank God. It, like, we don't have lunatics yelling racial slurs in baseball stadiums, at least in this instance. And we can all just go on with our day? Yeah. No. He may have been saying one thing, but maybe if you heard it, you are validated. I don't know, who cares? So silly. So silly. All right. Texter, 502-414-1450. Regarding the cocaine and illicit drugs, shockingly, it's part of the reason I'm four years sober now. Well, good for you, buddy. Four Congrats. years, that is a long haul. That's impressive. Whew. Good job. Man, good job, buddy. Keep up the good work. By the way, just saw on Twitter that Vince Tyree, this didn't just happen, but I just saw it. Vince Tyree congratulated Mike Rutherford on his new radio show with the Big X Sports Radio. You think Mitch Barnhart would ever congratulate you or me? <laughs> Come on. UK journalism school doesn't acknowledge that you even <laughs> yeah, they attended the yeah, university. Not unless I give them money. Maybe if we like just consistently kept our top buttons buttoned. 
You think I can do appraisals like this all day? Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> you lose air. Mm. I can see why you wouldn't want alcohol if you were that. You gotta let, gotta let, letting up, light, loosen up, lighten up, loosen, lighten. Texter says, congrats to Big X for bringing in Rutherford. Easily the most tolerable U of L honk out there. And he's actually funny, unlike some of these other boobs who cover the cards. Okay, can I just say to calling somebody a boob is a hilarious insult. That's why I love the calling the COVID shot the boop. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah, uh we agree. We agree. It's a huge addition for Big X Sports Radio. I said on Twitter it was the, the best news we've had since Trevor showed up three consecutive days for work <laughs> back in 2017. Oh, Texter says, Ross, were you comment on the hot rumor around the old man Reckley that, in fact, your feet were moving when you attempted to take your last charge? Whoa. They may have been. That was from but- Trevor, too. And, and we don't want to completely say goodbye to Trevor time, but, uh, Trevor, you got to either send all your texts in at the same time or we're not going to send any of them over to the text line. Instead, every day, Justin, we'll just have you go to Trevor's text, and you'll go up. He was complaining that some texts weren't read either. We've had some issues with this, Justin. I'm not yeah, blaming Justin, you specifically. What the hell? No, not blaming I'm you blaming you specifically. I, I'm not because that one Get time it, it was my fault. But Je- Trevor was yelling that we weren't sending all his texts. Yeah, well, he said the same thing to me last night, and I was like, oh, I don't really know what happened there, buddy, because he sent them before the show. So. Same. I thought we sent them over. But I don't yeah, know which it, ones we were missing. In terms of Trevor time, it is going to be a lot easier if I go to his text line to read We'll just one. do that. So Trevor's text won't get sent over, period. Perfect. Perfect. And if we happen to forget to read them all together, then we happen to forget to read them all together. That's just the way that it'll suck work it, big that guy. day. Yeah, suck it, big guy. <laughs> when he show up on time. Yeah. Yeah, suck it. Suck it. <laughs> Weren't you late yesterday, Rush? Oh, and I left early. early. <laughs> <laughs> and I missed like six days Dude, of summer. Th- th- that was frustrating. Like, what was I? A power surge? Well, it was it was frustrating because Justin didn't respond. I don't know if you heard. Well, you were gone. <laughs> oh, right? it was I was like, trying to get my hotspot working. I couldn't get that. It was. Uh, it was. It was. There was one time we were doing remote where I accidentally hit mute on my computer. And I was like, I can't hear anything, but you guys can hear me. Like, do you remember that? Yeah. This is early in the pandemic. And I was like, well, I guess I'm just doing radio all by myself now. Dude. And then I finally realized my stupid idiot face to hit the unmute we, button. And then it was just like, we're here. <laughs> We've got a, some of those shows from the pandemic. What a time that was. It was. Yeah. <laughs> and we, I was impressed with us. We, I don't think we missed a show. And I think... We didn't miss the show till sports were back. And there was nothing to talk about except for the pandemic, which sucked. Texter says, good morning. Is it weird we, have got, we haven't got any updates on the Red Sox lately? Is their lead in the, in the AL East that large now? Have a great morning, UK Pez. Red Sox have stumbled big time, but still in a good playoff spot, and you get the raise, so a chance to, to get that lead back. UK Pez is such a hater, and it's all politics, which is so sad. He thinks I'm like this super conservative right person. When in reality, I don't care. I just give my opinion how I see it fit, UK Pez. Why don't you take a chill pill? Yeah, chill pill. And just relax, buddy. Well, it's he, also like... He does know, agree with me on the Waffle House thing, so we found some common ground there. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. You know, we can have friends and people that we like that have different political beliefs. Believe it or not, you don't have to see eye to eye with some somebody with everything... You should judge them how they treat people, right? Right. Right, Justin? Right. Texter says, 
Don't worry, TJ. Nick showed up to the hair appointment. It turns out he was two years too late. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that was from Trevor. Oh, That was good. Yeah, that was a good text, though. Joke, but that was a good, good text. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, so I realized that because, you know, you wanted, we're a KSR, so you want to do some fun kind of jokey things with UK Media Day. And I realized that my fun jokey things were making fun of people for being old and then writing about someone's great hair. So definitely not overcompensating for anything. <laughs> like the self-awareness. Only $20. Oh, this again. Uh, wait, hold on. Skip yeah. You might have mentioned on another show, but what are those foam things we see on helmets from practice pictures, Roush? So it's like I, concussion prevention, right? Well, when I initially saw them, I thought that like some places they'll use that instead of skivvies. They'll have like helmet covers to where you differentiate offense and defense. So instead of white jerseys and blue jerseys, they have them on helmets. But I think for the most part, they typically only wear them in helmeted only helmets only practices because you can like yeah, some of it is health and safety, injury prevention stuff like that. But it's also like getting your hands dinged up and like other things. Like it's a good point. You know, yeah. You, you take a random if you're not wearing shoulder pads, you take a helmet to the shoulder. Like you know that that could be that could hurt. So, um, but I noticed they were wearing them when they had their shells on too. So it softens the blow if you get a helmet to the knee or something like that, and you aren't fully padded. You think any way we ever get like this helmet as? Like you get it in real football. I don't know. Or some like technology that can. Yeah, and in I'm gonna be like honest with you. I don't know why they don't have like wh- why not why have the hard helmet and not like something spongier, you know? Yeah, I guess they're neat. I I, I don't you, know you, the you answer could, to it. You, you, you it's gotta be the, something you, scientific, you could keep right? The shell as hard as you wanted, and still have softer on the outside for exactly what you're talking. If nothing else, for how many people break fingers, you know, going to bat a ball yeah. and hitting a face mask or God. getting stuck in a helmet or something like that. It's pretty. That's a good point. I didn't think of that. And yeah, I wonder why they haven't at least started to try to make the switch there mm-hmm. or do something with it. Yeah. Texer says. Only $20 after tip for a haircut. Damn, Scooter, why so cheap to your mom for her service? Oh, trust me. If my mom cut my hair, she wouldn't get a dime. My mom has never cut my hair. My mom used to cut my hair, I'd but I didn't it. pay her. I'd love it. Man, I got uh, told I looked like a cancer patient after one haircut. From, oh. Yeah, my mom. It was oh, rough day in middle school. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, but I will say... Uh, Twenty bucks after tip sounds about right for a haircut. Yeah, anything more than that is egregious. <laughs> you all are so, you get a haircut once every what three months? Two months. Two months. Once every two months. Well, yeah. I mean, how, well, how much is the, the the base price? Probably like fourteen bucks, something like that, for a haircut now. So I get my I get my haircut from two ladies I know, and we do it at their house. So they oh, only nice. they only charge me ten. So I actually give them a hundred percent tip. So suck it, all you texters. Yeah. Nice. I just. How much does the cut cost before tip where tip. you go to your salon? Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I thought you said like 22. No, it's I think it's more than that. I, I bet they, they really upcharge them on the shampoo too. It's just it's a it's a salon experience, I guess, and you guys just don't quite understand it. So I don't know. Oh, really, I definitely don't. I, I cut I my hair once a week. I don't really I know how to explain class, I suppose. It's oh. just it's you get there and it's just you're important. You feel important. They don't do like the little hot towels or put on sports. You know, you talk about life, mm-hmm. and then you get your hair did, and you have a good time. 
Texter says, 502-414-1450, one of my friends went to a wedding this weekend and encountered a massive awkward situation. This girl looked pregnant to him, so he said, hey, congratulations. After two or three seconds of realizing she wasn't actually pregnant, he said, for being beautiful, talk about awkward. I will never risk that no matter how pregnant they may look. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, just, that's... that's just human 101. Really and that person wouldn't be the first person to have their foot in their mouth in a situation like that. Won't be the last. But, uh, you know, don't do it. Man, I can't imagine how... Whew. Whew. Awkward situation. That's one, if I was Nick Miller, I would have to moonwalk out of the room. <laughs> uh, Let's see. Roush, what's, really long... what's up with all the padding on the helmets? All the teams are wearing now. No. Well, okay, so that wasn't a repeat text. But, Ray, we got your answer for you, Texter. We uh, skipped a couple. Did we? Oh, yeah. What the hell? Also, Nick, how often do you shave your head per week? Yeah, okay, yeah, once a week. Uh, usually try to go for Thursdays, but I get out of routine sometimes. And then you got Justin. If you're only paying 20 bones, including tip for your haircuts, there is no doubt you go to Great Clips. Not the um, case. Yeah, I mean, my buddy that's a barber, I think his base cut's like 15. So, yeah, 15, something like that. Doesn't sound bad. Not bad at all. Um, Texture says, listening to the podcast, couple of items. One, I can certainly get the hype for a quarterback with arm talent. That's great. Levis can fire it out. But – And get it down the field. Oh, okay, okay. But if Gatewood or Allen or anyone out there can throw a guy open or hit them in stride on crossing routes or can connect on timing routes, then give me that guy. That's the whole – Texture, that's, that's – you're defining arm talent. Can throw a guy open is – by definition, arm talent. There are a lot of deep ball throwers, but the mental reads and decision-making are attributes that would help us more, in my opinion. Hit the open receiver consistently, the big plays will come. Two, Roush, if you wanted sweet seats, all you had to do was ask, but no, you're too big time to let a guy know you're riding up to the Reds game. In the words of Michael Scott, don't hate me, Mook. Wow, you didn't ask. You, so you just didn't want to sit with Mook. Is yeah, what you're saying. yeah, basically. That's um, just, yeah, okay. I mean, who would? And Mook, what I would say, and I think what Roush was kind of alluding to, is that like, it, if Levis can throw the deep ball, they also probably feel confident in his ability to hit crossing routes. And when we talk about arm talent, usually you're referring to consistency. Normally, yeah. Now you also are right that there's sometimes you know there's people that can throw it from their knees a billion yards, and then there's other people that are more consistent but can't throw it as far, you are going to need to be accurate. I don't think there's going to be a ton of deep balls, but they're going to take their chances, as Roush mentioned, in hour number one. Make sure you're downloading the podcast. Um, I just don't expect, like, don't expect, like, 30 passes a game. I don't, yeah. think, I don't think you're going you're gonna to see that all that often. may happen here or there. I just don't think you're going to see it all that often. It's going to be a lot of running, and it's going to be a lot of little – Fun, not trick plays, but kind of if the defense is out of position, they're going to pay for a big for a big hitter. Good morning, gents. You guys have reached another level the last two weeks. You guys have become my favorite sports show that I look forward to every day. Thanks for bringing it every damn day. That's what we we do. We hit a little sign when we come in every day, and it says "Bring it every damn day." Yeah, and, and we have to hit it on the way through the door. And it's tough for Justin because he's short. Mm-hmm. I have to jump. Barely touch it. When his, he couldn't extend his arm too. That was that, that was a rough uh, couple weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had the step stool for that for those <laughs> for those times. But uh, thank you for that. I told that texter he made our morning. That's very nice. 
we're happy, and it feels like uh, with football season around and maybe it's the, the addition of Mike Rutherford, we got some momentum, Roush. I'm excited about it. Ah. Can't wait to get some of these Louisville fans tuning into the Big X all day. Mm. They're going to love it. They really are. I guarantee it. Texter says Tanner Morgan from Ryle High School is the starter in Minnesota. There we go. Good call. Yeah, I think we had brought him up also like a few weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, where we did the trying to mm-hmm. remember. But it is kind of striking. You get all this talent in high school football playing power five football, and very few are doing it from the quarterback position. It's tough. It's tough. Texter says Roush will be a Titans fan by week two. Earth. 60% of those players won't see senior day. Yeah, think about all the transfers that are going to happen. At Did you see that article that, like, what was it? Like 11,000 people entered the transfer portal or something like that. That was a Greg Sankey quote. And, like, 8,000 yeah. are still looking for homes or something like that. It might even be more. It was a yeah. lot, yeah. I'm also, I don't know if I'm buying that. Like, you're telling me there's just, like, 9,000 college athletes that are just like, I don't know where I'm going this year. I feel like we'd hear more about that. And also, how couldn't Kentucky, you know, add a few pieces here or there? I feel like uh, just anecdotally, like if we're thinking about the football team, all of those guys found homes, I believe, and Scalzo put his name in and got back out. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I I know there's going to be some – like Michael Horton, I remember when he went to transfer and he just quit playing football. You know, you hear about some of those guys who have to go the JUCO route. Uh, J.V. Ante Richardson, who was that big four-star receiver, he got a few years ago. I don't think he's playing football anymore. Do you think so, this like, will be like a slinky back to next year where people will be like, all right, maybe I won't leave. Maybe yeah, I shouldn't. I, I maybe think I it will. And, and I'm sure, like, having the COVID year and stuff, too, I think acted as a catalyst for a lot more movement than expected. But, yes. Um, I, water will find its level in the transfer portal. I don't think you needed to put rules on it. I think it just will, naturally. Texter says, is the old lady aware you only knocked her up to get a guest spot on a podcast regarding my appearance on Kentucky Dad? Well, we haven't told her that yet. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm getting on the podcast, so it's all going to work out. John here. Good morning to all. Hey, guys, I was wondering, what are your thoughts on fantasy football this year? John, what is what kind of question is that? What do you mean, what are our thoughts? Like it's, it happens. <laughs> Every week you play. Uh, we're excited about it, but, it, you know, it'll be here when it's here. And if you had a chance to get first pick, who would you pick and who is a player that no one's talking about you think will go crazy in fantasy? We'll got to go talk to you later. I don't know why enough people aren't talking about Aaron Jones, although – I think he is properly, probably ranked. And then number He's one. He's going to be a top five back, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I think, but I don't know. I think he should be in the discussion as in the conversation for the number one pick. I probably wouldn't take him number one, though. So who am I to say that? But uh, you'd probably need to go McCaffrey just to play it safe. I'd have a tough time not picking Derrick Henry, though. You could go Kamara, too. Derrick like. Henry did so many good things for me. I'm worried the Saints are okay. going to stink, though. Yeah, but I mean, you got Kamara, who can, who's a short pass catcher. He's going to run the ball a ton just because the quarterback plays down with Jameis. But I think I think he'll have a great year. I'm just worried they're going to stink and he'll get hurt or they won't want to hurt him or use him or too much or blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm, Derrick Henry's got to be like come back down to earth eventually, right? No, he's a freak. Not yet. Not until he gets rid of that hair. Is that – oh, he's Samson? Samson. It's the hair. <laughs> Justin in the middle of the night trying to cut his hair. <laughs> 
He'll, Jackson. Uh, he'll tip him. 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but uh, John, we'll we'll get more fantasy talk as we get a little closer. But you don't need to be doing your drafts this early, and that goes to you too, Trevor. You need to be doing drafts as late as possible. Trevor's guess, still probably doing that six-hour draft. Guess <laughs> guess what happens in the preseason? People get hurt. Yeah. Mike Shanahan, Mike Vab- Mike Vrabel. Vab- it's two good examples. There's two names. There's two Mikes. Morning, guys. Should we expect to see Dekel Crowdis play as a true freshman, or is he going to have to redshirt? Thanks. Y'all have a good one. You have a good one, man. Thank you. Uh, People were play. speaking highly of Dekel Crowdis, or at least his uh, – was it Freddie that said it looked like he had put 15 pounds on? He Somebody said that. Yeah, and I never saw him in high school, so I don't, I'm a bad judge. But the speed does – like, you see it out there. Um, I think he – I mean, it's one of those things, too, that I just don't know – I think that he can be used, but I don't know how much they're going to push it. Um, Has Frederick Douglass got any recruits next year? Oh, I don't know if you're asking the right guy. They they do. Well, what? Dan Key. Yeah, he's going to play. Yeah, yeah, come on. Yeah, what am I thinking? Did he he not? Yeah, no, Dekel's going to play because that's how you get Dan Key. So, yes, he's going to play this year. That's how it works, folks. That's how it works. Is Dan Key going to go to Kentucky? To kill Crowdis plays well. <laughs> oh, uh, do we want to maybe just shut it off and do the Patreon? Sure. We can figure out Justin's mic. Can we make fun of Bullet Beast first with this next text? He says Mike Didka, which is a good one, and Mike Shashevsky. But the way he spelled Shashevsky is I'm fine with that spelling. It, I mean, it, we, that, knew that's it, the, yeah, we knew what it said. That's the phonetic uh, pronunciation. That's how you. That's how you'd say it phonetically. Or but that's not a professional sport. So Mike Krzyzewski's out. Uh, and nil. It's in. That's it's true. Professional. True. All right, we can just finish up the text line. I remember when Louisville played Notre Dame team to a 35-17 score, and all the local media was saying they were back. Suck it, Fred Calgill, 2019. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, it was like 14 to three at halftime or something, and they were just going bananas. Geez, Terry, take off that negative Nancy take. Underwhelming passing numbers compared to what? The 600 yards total we threw for last two years? No matter what, we will be more efficient in completing passes, which will be a good sight to see. If it's No, you're, you're making my point for me, is that even if it's a little bit better... It's still not going to be like... Compared to what? Compared to a normal college that actually slings it around. I still think... I don't think that's going to happen this year. I don't know if it'll ever happen with Stoops as head coach. And by the way... I'm throwing this in here, nobody talked about the little caveat that Stoops added when he said, you know, it's my ninth season here, I look forward to nine more. Pretty cool for him to say that. Mm-hmm. We can get into that maybe a little bit more tomorrow. But compared to what? Compared to the normal college football offense is what I'm talking about. I still think it'll be underwhelming compared to that. But if you think it'll be better than last year, I am with you that I also hope it's better than last year. And it probably should be. I still don't think it's going to be anything that's going to set the world on fire. But that's all right, because Kentucky should be running the football. Yeah, run the damn ball. Oh, this is a good one. Hey, Roush, any updates on Josiah Hayes' neck? Still big. (laughs) The hype for the football seems to be through the roof this year. Even our bum of an AD isn't going to allow alcohol sales. What do you guys think the chances are we have sellouts for Missouri, Florida, or LSU games? Can't wait for the season to start. Go Cats. Missouri will be. Florida and LSU will be. They all will be. All three of them. I'd get yeah, your ticket for that Missouri game, folks. Especially if they win that Florida game, that LSU game. 
Yeah, that, that ticket. UK fans aren't passing up though when LSU comes to town, even if they lose that Florida. Well, that's game. gonna be a tough ticket just from LSU fans. LSU fans, yeah, are they travel be, well. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Obviously, Barnhart isn't a bum, but it just grinds my gear when thinking about no alcohol sales. And Suck Nil, it, Mitch. It just he's an old school guy, and it's annoying. <sighs> oh man. Big Blue Drew here. Not sure if it's been mentioned, but there's a major guest coming on the Kentucky Dad podcast this evening. He's a rim-grabbing, sports-talking <laughs> son of a gun. Can't wait. It's going to be a good one. Send me over any questions that you may want answered. I have the option to label the episode as explicit if necessary. Wow. Sounds like he wants the full story how I became a Kentucky dad. (laughs) (laughs) So Aaron Rodgers had just thrown a touchdown pass. (laughs) Another pick six! Another pick six! (laughs) Another one of mine wasn't read yesterday. Two were skipped on Friday. It's abysmal. Suck it, Trevor. I don't know if that was Trevor or not. No, I, but just it needed to be said. Uh, this was the 414 number. Although that person uh, that's just – he never t- he said we skipped one. I said, which ones did we skip? And he never said which ones we skipped. So we suck, skip it, suck it to you, buddy. Yeah. And secondly, hey, guys, what are your thoughts on football? Look, I'll hang up and listen, Keith. <laughs> so <laughs> I think he's making fun of John. What's your thoughts on football? <laughs> What do you think about sports? What about cars? <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're out of time. John, we love you. Everybody have a good day. Thanks for the text. We're going to do a Patreon. Patreon. We haven't done one, all of us together, so this could get silly. We're going to make fun of Hoosier Dingus' tech- technology Can't issues. Wait. I guess that would be the right way to say it. Have a good day. Go to Salsaritas. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kaler. Oh, well, my mom and papa told me, son, you got to make some money. But if you want to use